0: Deep tissues, 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 Deep Tissues, Deep Tissues, Tissues, Deep Tissues. Have a great show, you guys, okay? You too. Thank you, Paul.
1: Hello, and welcome to Deep Tissues. I'm your host, Sasha Gray.
2: And I'm another host, David Guy Levy.
1: <laughs> and on this episode, our special guest is the talented Mr. Paul Soder.
2: Paul Soder, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome.
1: Golf clap.
0: Thank you. You guys kind of buried the lead. You should start with, we're all naked right now.
2: <laughs> we, we are. And we've been this way for a few minutes. All right, William. You can go on and send a therapist in. Coming in. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello.
3: nice and comfortable.
2: Is that Ariana? Yes. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? So my therapist Is Ariana? How do you say your last name, Ariana? Govea. Govea. Hello.
1: Hello. You too.
2: Sasha is being worked on by Sandra, and Paul is by Marcia today. Hello.
1: Good. Thank you.
0: So I start with the most embarrassing part, which is my. Embarrassingly annoying disclaimer that I have to give to a masseuse, which is that I'm a total baby, <laughs> and I I like very gentle massage. What kind
1: like, of massage you like, I like a deep tissue. Deep tissue? Yeah. See that <laughs> we're, we're already rolling <laughs> with <laughs> the punches. Swedish. Um, okay.
3: And, and yeah, David, I probably told yeah. you all he likes okay. the meat hooks. You let me know <laughs> if anything hurts it at any time,
0: okay? Yes, I have a weird thing with the bottoms of my feet where. Can it handle pinpoint pressure at the bottoms of the center of my feet? I don't know what's wrong with me. So pressure to the bottom of my feet. You have a bad kidney, Paul. It's like a flat. It needs to be like flat. I, there must be some reason for it, right? No, it's, it's your kidney failing. You get to a hospital. <laughs> I signed a release, so if I have kidney rupture, I, I, we are I, not liable. To you guys. <laughs> but you know, just hydrate.
3: Do you have any injuries I should
0: be aware of? No, not that I know of.
3: Okay.
0: (laughs) How did you guys cook up this idea, since this is the first one, Sasha and David?
1: How did we do this? I had been talking about doing a podcast for a while, and David randomly asked me while we were eating dinner one night,
3: hey. I remember during a session that brilliant idea was born.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I might have been stoned. (laughs) What did I tell you when I first was like, holy crap, I have one.
3: It it was an aha. It was a complete aha moment. And it was like it materialized before your eyes and my eyes.
2: And then I, I, yeah, so I saw you like that night, Sasha. And what did I tell you? Because I don't remember.
1: Uh, I don't remember exactly, but you said, oh, my masseuses think I'm so funny during a massage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did
0: not tell her to say that. But, yes. so David, are you a talker generally
2: while you're getting massaged? Uh, there are days when I'll pass out, right, Ariana? Yeah. And then there's days when I'll just, I'll, I'll have a, a lot to say.
1: But what's the point of getting a massage if you just pass out?
2: Well, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I
3: guess.
1: That seems like a waste. Mm,
3: sometimes you need help passing out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You're nervous it's true, thing, just Sandra. to go into, Most like, yeah. complete... Uh, parasympathetic, which is very rare in our go society, so it's very valuable actually. Mm-hmm.
0: I just find it interesting. I have probably had 40 massages in my life. I don't think I've ever had a conversation just because I space out. Yeah, you know? I mean that's not what you want to hear because we're doing a podcast. But <laughs> I mean my thing. It's but also like when I'm getting my hair cut, I also don't don't really talk either. I just kind of go into you know I I, I find space. myself
2: in those situations with like barbers. And Ariana, my masseuse. You know, when you first meet somebody, you don't talk, you know? But if you see them two or three times, then there's a connection. You know, you can sort of say, oh, hey, how are you doing? Okay,
0: so you're you not know? the guy who, like, chats up the cabbie. No, I or... hate that. I hate <laughs> when
2: they chat me up. Normally, I'll turn off the TV and open the windows, and they get the idea, you know?
1: but Turn off the TV or turn Yeah, it and off?
2: those cabs now, and they have that TV that just shouts at you.
1: Yeah, I was yeah. just in
0: Chicago, and uh, um, it's been a while since I've been in a— in a cab and it's it's really quite unpleasant.
1: It is. Ugh. I was stuck in one a couple weeks ago in LA oh, and it actually wouldn't the TV oh, that's, wouldn't that's turn off. You there's a glitch that would go in between a host speaking on the TV and then to like a sales ad.
0: Oh it's that's soon there will be like shows just for like the TV, the cab network. There like is, you'll get
2: in New York there's like the stoop show where it's yeah, like those are like talky
0: shows. Like they'll be yeah. like a sitcom. They'll be like, oh, a, you know, like, oh, I just got my show. I sold the show to the taxi cab network. Oh, that and, sucks. You know. <laughs> I, I
2: wish it, it's no Uber, but it'll do. Right.
0: Or the yeah. the gas station TV. I'm waiting for like, oh yeah, I just I got a pilot option by the gas station the TV network. Yeah.
1: Quit plugging oil companies, David. <laughs> I <laughs> get like thousand dollars <laughs> every time I say
0: Chevron. Hey, I didn't know this was going to be done by big oil. When yeah, I on.
1: I'm out, man.
0: <laughs> you, man, you've changed, David.
2: <laughs> hey, man. Well, we all, we all got to make a living.
0: Are you guys going hard over there? I didn't hear if you guys yeah, what, your pre- what's, what settings
2: you guys were on.
1: This is awesome so far, actually.
2: Ariana's sort of holding back, I can tell.
3: Yeah, we're 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 getting ready to go into the bed. She's depth.
2: she's she's she hasn't seen me in two or three weeks. But I mean, do you guys are guys who like to get
0: beat up in the massage? You like to get the like the knots worked out and stuff?
1: Yes. Are we going
3: to do the cross fiber friction over here.
1: I am. Oh. I remember even being a, a child and if my mom would come up to me and just, Oh, how are you? And you know how mothers are just they touch you, they hug you, they rub Ew. your back a little bit. You. Did it sound they gross? They touch you. you no, know, if my mom just kind of would give me a rub on the back. What kind of mother say, is this? Shut no, up, no, David. No, this is trying to tell a story. <laughs> touch you.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. I mean, look. Have, this
2: hope that doesn't go viral.
0: <laughs> but it's Jesus. why I like a gentle massage because likewise I had a very sort of touchy feely family and we were always like scratching each other's backs and stuff and so to me a massage is. That's right.
2: Such, such, uh, the
0: validation and the you know, the then I guess I don't mind having knots in my back. I just like to have an hour of just
2: feeling nice. Yeah, well it's not gonna be this hour. <laughs> 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 so this is the first time we've been on the tables, uh for anyone who's just listening on random uh through the future epic library of episodes where you're gonna have. <laughs> um and it is quite <laughs> Interesting. I mean, there's an awkward level, but there's uh, we're, all, we're, all, we're well, all friends It'll here. be
0: like any series where you, you're like, well, yeah, in retrospect, the pilot sucked, but, you know, the show got better, you know. it's I'm the, I'm the sacrificial lamb on this gig, basically, uh, you know.
2: You know, we didn't really know what we were doing yet. We're figuring it out. Right. It'll get recast.
0: Like, David, you'll be replaced by Seth Green yeah. in the second Joe Rogan's episode. coming in to
2: fill in for me.
0: Yeah. How, you like getting hurt,
2: David, guy? Um, I'm just curious. I, I, I can say that you've told me, Ariana, that the deepest uh, you've gone with a patient, uh, I might hold that honor. <laughs>
3: you do. It's disgusting. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Deep tissue. I'll, no. let, I'll let Ariana take that shoulder blade area that's sort of like under the blade through your armpit Like she could stab me with a knife there And I'd be like cool
1: Uh,
0: Because you like ultimately the effect That it
1: has
2: on your body Or you like it in the moment No in the moment I hate it But I know the pleasure it's going to release Like I know the stress it's going to release And how I'll feel later and relaxed That I just I'm sort of smiling through it Because I know what's going to come from it Okay so you're not a masochist No like there's certain places uh, Like on my legs If she goes too hard I'll, I'll cuss her out
1: you don't think you're abusive, a masochist? We have an
2: abusive relationship.
1: <laughs> but I've, you've shown me pictures of you after you got cupping done on your back.
2: Oh, yes. I used to get cupping done in the day. And that stuff. Do you, have you done cupping, Paul?
0: Uh, no, my wife dabbled in cupping. So you've uh, seen the effects
2: uh, of cupping? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
4: get it, Paul. No, no, no. I, honestly, <laughs> I was... You know
0: what? I'll take credit for the joke because it was a sweet joke, but I swear to God it was an accident. Um... No, no, no. Like that's you you end up you, you know, it was like you know, like Jennifer Anderson was doing it, it was an in style, and then of course my wife had to do it for a while. So <laughs> I don't know,
2: what is it supposed to do? What does it do? It uh it sort of does the opposite of what massage does. Massage pushes in. Uh so this sucks out, but it still bursts all your blood vessels. Am I wrong, anyone?
1: But to what end? I don't know
3: I It increases answer that. circulation, it, does, it yes. helps break up stagnation. Well, that toxic? It can break up scar tissue. Oh, it can wow. increase um, warmth to an area that may be cold because it's deficient in circulation.
1: Yeah. But how long to... does it last? I mean, the the benefits of it.
3: Probably I mean, as long as massage.
2: Yeah, that's what I, depends. I felt. Depends. You know? I always felt like it wore off the same time that a massage might wear off or my body would start to stress up again. Oh, okay. Is it
0: still in, or was it kind of a fad? I feel like it's, I don't hear about it anymore. Well, you know,
2: it's I think people in. are afraid because of all the bruises.
3: It's a fad yeah. that's been going on for thousands and thousands of yeah. years. Yes.
0: It's a It'll very never last.
2: Fad. It'll never last. It's like the hula hoop.
1: <laughs> um,
2: thousands of years people have been cupping? Yeah. Oh, Mary Magdalene cupped. <laughs>
3: Do you have a internet source to corroborate that
1: statement? It's on Wikipedia. Uh, feels so good. I, got, I paid. I paid good
0: bitcoins for that information. Now let me ask you this: cause um. I've never, I've never talked about this with anybody, but since we're on a massage podcast, do you guys, <laughs> do you guys, you know. fantasize when you are getting massage? Like, I'm, maybe it's because I'm a writer and I have an overactive imagination, but I tend to then like think that I'm like start to pretend that I'm, like, a Native American, like, warrior, <laughs> and I've just come back from, like, 25 days, like, in the, in the, in the woods, and I've been, like, it welcomed back to my tribe, and, and I'm, so am I the only one who does things like That's that?
1: Cute. That's cute. Awesome.
0: It's um,
1: I need to try and go to that place. I think yeah. maybe you
2: should just go for the surgery. You sound like you just want to be Native American. I'm one-eighth Chippewa, David. <laughs> Are you? What yeah. surgery?
1: <laughs> so
0: it's steeped in reality a little bit, I, I think Own the identity or get rid of it, you know? But it has made me wonder, like, is there something wrong with me that I can't be in the present that I do have to always, like...
3: How do you know you're not in the present? Yeah, that does well, not mean, mean you're not in the present?
0: Well, I just find myself feeling like, why can't I just, fi- like appreciate the fact that I'm just in a room getting a really nice massage. Why do I have to concoct some scenario? Uh, you know, I don't know.
1: So you feel like you're working?
0: Uh, I just think my mind tends to always go towards, like, flights of fancy, I guess. When it's pretty cool.
1: When you're a massage or just
3: in general?
0: Oh, in general. My whole life is, like, just
1: that's thinking not, I'm somewhere else. Yeah. I think I end up in a, I mean, not now, but typically during a massage, I feel... A little bit guilty, Why? and then so Why I also would you just ever start feel to guilty for something like this. This
2: is amazing.
1: <laughs> so I start to think about all the shit I should be doing <laughs> that I'm oh, not doing. <laughs> I'm still doing
2: that. That's when this is when I do my best thinking usually. Unfortunately, you guys are taking up that headspace right now. Mm. But normally, this is where I'd be like, "And, and Ariana, I can't, can attest to this. All right, here's an idea for the next big summer tentpole." <laughs>
0: Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you, how often are you stoned when you get massages?
2: 95% of the so time. Okay, what? so it's a regular. <laughs>
0: because, um. David, are you stoned right now? Because it helps with the
2: pain, actually. It helps with the pain. Um, I, I do have a prescription, and I am stoned at the moment. I wasn't going have... to be, but someone twisted my arm, who isn't Paul. I apologize. <laughs> yeah.
1: You should explain Give the minute, prescription. Our engineer
0: got you stoned before he the massage. did. Thanks, William. Yeah. so when the feds come <laughs> storming
2: into this space,
0: we were, we're in an the, actual recording the big book massage in the sound stoner studio. podcast sting that's been going on for months. They finally nabbed us.
2: <laughs> you poor
0: ladies would be like,
3: we well, didn't even know what we were walking into. We signed a release
0: yeah. of liability form too, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 only recently. Uh, uh, dabbled in in stone massages, and it was that before I moved out of town. I, I live in Altadena now, but I used to live <clears throat> uh, close enough that I used to go to Burke Williams on oh, uh, loved Sunset. Oh, I Burke Williams. You well, know, that That's was right. the thing is that like I always liked massage, but finally my wife turned me on to like you could go to a place like Burke Williams, and there's so much other shit that you can be doing with your time. Like the spa is really, I would shave every really time fun, before. and you you know there's the the. the Various Shaved hot look. tubs of different they temperatures,
2: have razors, and, and sandalwood towels.
4: Uh, and you I'll get that for the next episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's really great. <laughs> we'll
4: have a Turkish bath in there next time.
2: Yeah. Um, and then
1: you guys K-
4: will D- kick with,
0: me with out. birch leaves. <laughs> mm. But yeah, then I got like into this whole thing. We're like, yeah, I'd, I'd go into the Lemley and smoke a joint in the parking lot and just hang out in the spa for two hours before the massage, which is that's what I thought was really fun oh, and, and, uh, I, and then the cold dip to wake you up before you go oh yeah, yeah and so um, I don't know if you know any of the guys in the in the Broken Lizards but it was Eric Stolhansky he's one of the other guys it was his birthday a couple of years ago and so I had this genius idea that I, that would be my birthday gift for him and it's because he'd gotten me something I'm not in the habit of getting birthday gifts for my guy friends but, <laughs> but um
3: He'd There's nothing gone, wrong like, with bro love.
0: Well, no, no, no. It's just it's true. It's just like his his birthday is a week after mine, and he suddenly like gave me something like from Amoeba for my birthday, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll I'll get you something. But yeah, so that was our our gift, and it is a great idea. But there was something like walking into Burke Williams and West Hollywood together with another guy Stone like <laughs> brings out all these like paranoid artists everyone well, think we well you guys are way fantasies. too comfortable with each
2: other at this point because you're both loose you're like hey we came in well he, and
0: then he you know he kept saying stupid things like we went we went to the check-in desk and they were trying to get us to upgrade <laughs> to like a 90 minute and, and Eric said oh I, I couldn't possibly do that because my partner's actually paying for this and I'm like why did you just call me your partner <laughs> He goes, well, we're partners, right? We're riding partners. We're business partners. But, like, do you guys go to Burke Williams? The best part is, like, there's always a little dude in the, in the, in the <laughs> locker room is, who walks butlers. around filling up your cucumber there's water. There's a
2: little leprechaun with
0: it's The most surreal part of the experience is that any time, like, the cucumber water in my hand was getting low, this guy just came out of nowhere and started filling up my cucumber water, and he would always just whisper, hey, my pleasure. There's one
2: moment in Burke Williams every time you would go, like, as you were getting out of your towel into your clothes or out of your clothes into your towel, there's that one moment where he just had to be naked in the room because you can choose to wear the towel the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like he was looking at me at that moment. Well,
0: that's just it. Is it like then I'm sitting in the steam room with Stolhansky and we're like, you know, having this kind of stoned riff on like, what a sweet job that guy's got, right? Like, gay guy who works at Burke Williams, whose job is to just hang out. (laughs) <laughs> servicing the like cucumber water needs of, of and naked honestly, dudes. And
2: honestly, I'm not disparaging Burke Williams, but I've heard a lot of stories of things that happened there. You know, that shouldn't people walking in and being like, "Oh, so this was happening in the steam room." Not no, gonna I say mean- it because I could get sued. Well, that's just it. You can't see anything in the steam room. So we're in there,
0: and we can't see a thing. And we're stoned, and and we're now laughing about Like, holy shit, this guy's got the system completely rigged because he's getting paid (laughs) to hang out with naked dudes. And we're laughing about it. I'm like, you know what? We should probably be careful because this room is full of steam. I I can't see it. All of a sudden, I notice the glass of cucumber water. My hand starts getting heavier and heavier. And I hear this voice saying, it's
3: my pleasure. (laughs) And he
0: was in the steam room with us.
3: Is that true? Yes.
2: I mean, so it was like awful. half the people at TMZ. They probably get half their stuff from the steam room. <laughs> Harry Levin.
3: That would be smart. Mm.
0: William, I spilled a tiny bit of beer in here also. I forgot to tell you. I
2: spilled in it.
3: Oh,
2: you did? No, don't. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, what it's did okay. you think <laughs> it was? Were you like, don't bring it up. Someone pissed on the floor. Well, <laughs> These guys should...
0: are animals. Cucumber water.
2: Yeah, it's. <laughs> well, you should. I mean, you should point out
0: wh- where are we right now, David. We're in a rock and roll studio. We are right? in a
2: rock and roll studio in Silver Lake. Uh, we well. And it's in rock a strip mall. Roll Spa. It's it's called the Gypsy Sound Spa, and uh, it, and it's my my good friend William McGoygan. McGoygan?
3: Close
2: McGoygan. Yeah, yeah, not close.
1: My good friend. I can't. Yeah, my dear, name. dear friend. In my
2: phone, I spelt it out phonetically, and I think I I wrote it out. Wrong 'cause says Mick Goy again. You got like a Y in
3: there? Yeah. <laughs> nice.
2: So there you go. But uh, you know, great space. We're we we clearing out all the band equipment and we're in a acoustically friendly professional recording studio with these tables and Japanese privacy shades.
0: Well it's not a bad idea, you know, to uh yeah, keep the massage tables in there. <laughs> you can get all sorts of like really low key shit getting recorded here, real like
2: slow. My love stuff. Uh, so, so so Paul. Mm. Uh, I first saw you in person when I was in college. I went to Ithaca College. hmm And Super Troopers was pr- pr- like doing a pre-screening at Cornell Cinema.
0: hmm We were at our bus tour, our rock and roll yeah. bus tour. Yeah.
2: And I still, I still, uh, I think I have the handcuff swag that you guys handed out. No, Some, people still
0: somewhere. tell me they got those handcuffs. We, they, you know, the studio made up all sorts of Super Trooper stuff to give away. There were little um, sunglasses and T-shirts and those little you know, plastic balls that go on your antenna. And um, by the end of the tour, like all that shit we still had except for the handcuffs. Everywhere we went, people were like, oh, yeah, just give me the handcuffs. <laughs> oh, it's
1: <that's> so cool.
0: <laughs> Very cool.
1: Were they plastic or? No, the real they were handcuffs. the real deal. No That's why Super people Chipper's loved
0: box. them.
2: Yeah. They were fully like functioning, you know, handcuffs. And uh, oh. it was, I, was so, I was pretty inebriated uh, when I went to the screening. And I could laughed so hard at every single joke that I turned to my friend. And at one point he turned to me and he goes, I know, Dave. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and loved it. And then uh, I saw you a few years later. This, this is the stalker side of the interview. Uh, going to the ArcLight to watch Beer Fest opening night, and you were outside, and I could see you're on the phone. Obviously, someone else who worked on the movie going like, "Oh my gosh so there's like hundreds of people here. This is great. We're selling out." And so, very cool for the artist to sneak in and, you know, scope out the scene. This is what yeah. Paul I think says we sold. We me. did
0: really. We we those shows sold out at the ArcLight because they had uh, the you know they had the rooms where you can drink while yeah, you watch the movie. Yeah, so was that was. It.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, we right. should have
0: done that. We should have figured out a way to do that more places because that that really it clearly sc- screams to be you know watched while you're, you're getting
2: drunk. But so you made Super Troopers, and then actually your next film was Club Dread, right? Mm-hmm. And then Beer Fest, mm-hmm. then Slam and Salmon, mm-hmm. and then as a director, you've done two films. You've done the wa- Watching the Detectives mm-hmm. and Dark Circles. Mm-hmm. Um, where did Watching the Detectives fall in? Compared to the chronology of this, the Broken Lizard movies, that would have been I sh, I
0: wrote it before we shot Beerfest, and then I shot it right after we wrapped Beerfest. Got so, it.
2: And so how uh, were you able to parlay that? Like, how did you get from being, you know, an actor and a writer in Broken Lizard and and doing those movies to get to go out and make your own indie film? Be the auteur, Yeah. You know? Um.
0: You know, probably right around the time that we did Club Dread, I was I was like, you know, I could, I'd like to do this, not do it on my own, like do it not with the guys, but like, oh wait, I feel like I I get filmmaking enough that that I'd love to see if I could do this myself. So I started writing something that that was really contained, this kind of w- weird little romantic comedy movie that I felt like okay maybe if I got just a little bit of money uh, I could do this and you know you had a just,
2: great cast you had like Cillian Murphy right?
0: yeah
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Lucy Cillian K- K- Murphy and Lucy Lou. and Jason Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, yeah that was back in the days when like you could you know like before the bottom fell out of indie filmmaking, you could get and at a, the time a we, at the time we
2: thought it was falling out, and then it just got worse. That's true because <laughs> I've been here I've been here for about pretty much just like just two years after you guys probably got here, and uh, I've watched it slowly just disappear. And now it's like, all right, how can I steal the money to make this movie, and then how can I get like screwed over when I sell it?
0: I mean, yeah. it gets and look, we're we're horror guys also. So the yeah. the thing is that I, you know you and I haven't talked about this, but my sort of realization now over the last year about how doubly fucked the guys like you and I got is that you know movies like Paranormal Activity that cost like nothing, nothing and made it still a makes ton it of seem money, like a ton of money, comfortable budget
2: to guys like us.
0: Right. <laughs> like well, 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 what happens now is that like yeah. every every possible. Wait list indie horror producer actually has the expectation now that the movie that That's they're true. investing in yeah. could be a 100 million dollar movie and it, and so now it, you got to you have to pass that threshold and so you can't it's hard to make fucked up movies that deliberately aren't for mass audiences like dark circles was not intended it was kind of a personal horror movie and the one that I'm, I'm one. trying to get going now was you know it's not going to be for everybody and movies like that should get made, but it, especially genre movies.
3: Mm-hmm. But now
0: it's like, like you know, I, I get responses from people who who might be considering putting two hundred thousand dollars into a movie, and they still have the same uh, uh, parameters and expectations on a script because they they yeah. they don't they're not doing it to make a cool fucked up little movie that might be at festivals. They're doing it because they want yeah. yeah, they they want to make a hundred million dollars.
1: But Paul, have you ever tried to kickstart something?
0: Um, no, well, we're actually it's it's I'm trying to think what's the, not the long version of it. Basically, we finally made a deal with Fox that we could do a Super Trooper sequel, but yeah. we have to um, we have to raise the money ourselves, uh, oh, okay. um, and so I think we're in the middle of
2: that process. But we'll, I, I suspect all that? we'll will do.
1: Insane. Uh, I mean, I will they help?
2: Because I hear Veronica Mars helped in that way. Like, the studio still supported the the fundraiser and lent their PR, so like they got the word out there easier. Uh,
0: I I don't know. I mean, it's just it's a bizarre situation. Yeah. They're basically saying, okay, you can make it. We won't spend any money. I mean, we have to raise t- not just the the budget, but the P So that's that's a lot of money.
2: If there's uh, anyone listening, how much are you looking for?
0: Well, the the <laughs> requirement. A is rate. that too
2: much pressure? I not <laughs> no, ask no, that no, pressure? no, 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 no. It's it's um,
0: the Fox is asking that the PA be no less than 10 million. So we have to raise 10 million in PA. Oh, God.
2: Gotcha. And
0: the budget on the movie is only probably like seven. I mean, Got uh, it. Uh, um, so, but that, you know, put them so together and that's. You have
2: to raise studio budgets for an indie movie. That's that's a fucking yeah, and guess there. what? We
0: have to pay twenty five percent then fee to Fox, who's putting up nothing. Yeah, and the industry standard on a deal like that is like twelve, and for some reason they've decided to saddle us with that's a, a twenty five. And so, you know, in reality, there are a lot of um, financiers who are interested in investing in that movie, but then there's this really unheard of service fee that the studio yeah. is asking for, and everyone's like, oh, Jesus, oh, why so would much. I? Why would I yeah. want to pay? Twenty-five percent, you know, share to to the company that is yes, they're uh, technically releasing the movie, but they're not investing in it at all. Yeah. So it's, um, it's, two phone it's yeah. so it's frustrating, and so I think it's, that's what led us to maybe think, well, if we were able to raise a, a good chunk um, through crowd sourcing, that that maybe that would just sort of overcome that. Uh. Yeah. But in terms of yeah, I mean, I've thought about it in terms of personal projects, um, yeah, because I can see I can see how it's working for for people. I don't know. Have you guys done that yet?
2: I've debated it. How about you, Sash?
1: I haven't, but I plan on it. Yeah. Um, and I've had actually a lot of people come to me, writers and filmmakers, who kind of want me to be the figurehead of their campaigns. And I was just kind of – I felt like I was being pulled in several different directions, and I'm like, why should I do something – for all these other people when I could do it for myself. And and I know that sounds a little bit selfish, but these people are, are also weren't my close friends. So it wasn't like having somebody like David come to me and say, hey, let's like do this together. So I felt like I was more being used than anything. And you've got your yeah. own ideas. So I, I do want to do something, and I I feel sort of the same. Like a lot of the ideas I have probably aren't. For the mass market, but that's also because I have a love and nostalgia for older films, and that's and I'm not saying I want to make something that looks old or feels old. It should be contemporary, but no, is the that subject what, matter isn't you know doesn't always have a happy ending. I guess is that
0: <laughs> what drew you to Would you rather? How did how did you get end up on that?
1: I I was asked to take a meeting uh, to meet David, and my former manager sent me the script for Would You Rather. And I liked it. I thought, I, you know, the character was different. And I, after I read the script, I said, oh, okay, I don't have to get naked, right? <laughs> and it was kind of a joke, but I was also serious. <laughs> He's like, no, of course not. And I, and I said, okay, as long as nothing changes. I like the character, and she's dark and fucked up and complicated. So uh, I met David, and we got along. We had a lot of similar tastes and interests in movies. And,
2: um, it was one of the last characters we cast. Mm-hmm. We sort of, we sort of didn't have anyone, and we had all the other actors sort of lined up, and and there's just you know, in the process when everyone's on the phone and we're all just sort of like spitballing, trying to come up with ideas of what would be interesting. And 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 uh, my, one of my casting directors on that, Geraldine Flood, said uh, Sasha Grey, and as there's a moment like we all just showed to shut up, and and we're like that that works, you know, and so. Uh,
0: we had lunch. But are you into horror movies, Sasha? Are you are you a fan of the genre? Are you into all sorts of stuff?
1: I am a fan of horror, but I I love everything. I don't think I.
2: If you did something like you talk about, you like it. Christian film, <laughs> Christian yeah. cinema. Um, did you see the uh, the new Greg Kinnear
1: piece? The new Greg Kinnear, or uh what's his name,
0: Kirk Kirk, uh, Kirk? Kirk Kirk. Kirk. Here's the thing, Sasha. Is what you should do is do a whole big PR fake-out where you come to Jesus (laughs) and you, um, like, literally, like, you have to go deep into this, like, spend a whole year being, like, behaving like you've, you know, are born again. And then you say, I'm going to do my own, I'm going to star in my own movie about this actress who, um, you know, did porn and then she came to Jesus and then she and then I, I'm telling you that you get that movie everyone would want to see that the movie. The ending is
2: it's all a joke and then in the p- release you say it's all a joke.
0: After <laughs> you've after got you everybody's money it. yeah.
2: Yeah <laughs> and then everyone's like that's so badass I'm going to go pay twice. Mm-hmm.
0: So just throwing that out there is a big meta kind of film seems simple enough you should do it. You would only have to commit you know a whole year of your life. Because you know it like works so well for
2: Shia LaBeouf.
1: Well, we'd also have to hold this episode for a while, because we're just cut that part out. Yeah, we we'll have to
2: shut this. We'll
1: have to shut no, up this. cut that part out. I'm gonna do it.
2: You considering this now?
1: It is kind of genius, David and I. Well, we want to do an to do April
2: Fool's joke. Do you want to talk about it or no? It is kind of funny. <laughs> you tell it.
1: Do you uh, remember it? Uh, bits and pieces. We're we're joking about um. 'Cause David knows that I eventually It was actually a Kickstarter yeah. idea. Well he knows I wanna do do something, you know, with crowdfunding eventually. And so he said, you know, instead of a movie, you know what you should do is just say, I'm coming back and just allude to coming back to porn. And but that's it. You just say, I'm coming back. I'm gonna do another movie, but what does that mean? It can mean anything. And then And then just
2: and literally say <laughs> No, so I was like, You say you're gonna you you will make a teacher student video. And then that's all you say. And I need at least two million dollars. It's like the heist of the century. And then you get and then but you say that you you, you say that uh, like in the end of March, and then on April 1st you open the Kickstarter page, and then you get all the money, and then you shoot just like a legitimate video of someone doing their homework with their teacher, like nothing untoward happening. So it's a fantastic racket.
0: <laughs> My favorite part of that whole story, Sasha, was your impression of David, uh, the, his voice. Yeah, right? what is it? <laughs> hey, you. Hey. Do? hey, I got an idea.
1: They all kind of start like that. Hey. Uh. <laughs> uh,
0: well, all right. Well, David, what are you doing next? Well,
2: uh, there's a few things I'm working on, but the thing that's sort of given a given thumbs up is "Would You Rather too, which I haven't really said anywhere. Would two so rather? two rather so you know I haven't said that anywhere but now you sort of got it out of me so it's, but we're not shooting that for another year because uh, the lead the leads we have a bunch of people coming back Jeffrey Coombs is coming back nice. uh, Robin Lord Taylor who played Julian uh, Bevins is coming back uh, and one of the players from the original film actually comes back uh, but we're not gonna I'm not gonna say who mm. but the uh, the schedules you know they off the line up and the one actor who's got a conflict starting like two weeks from now until this time next year is Robin because he just booked the role of like a lifetime, and he's going to be the Penguin on the new Gotham show on, on Fox. So he's got a year of shooting of that, and then we get to go make the movie. But he's going to be the Penguin. So so the new movie is his father and him, and it's more of a legacy piece. And his and it's about time that Julian stepped up and learned what it means to be a lambrick And, uh, and, uh, so he's going to be sort of running the show with his dad and, uh, it's going to be a little bigger. Uh, it's going to be set in the South, like on a plantation is the plan. And, uh, son of would you rather, (laughs) would you rather to electric boogaloo Mm -hmm. and then, uh, just developing stuff, you know. How about you? What, what, you got Super Troopers 2. Are you yeah. allowed to say anything about this? Is this is this something where, like, you guys have told anyone anything, or is it, like, completely hush-hush?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it's the first time that, like, we've written something under, like, a code name and, and with, like, kind of a, a blanket of secrecy. Um, and half of that is just because also, like, every, you know, like, you think, we think it's going to happen, then we think it's not going to happen, and I think just it almost feels like the more we put it out there, the more we're jinxing it. Um, but, I mean, it's, um, you know, we've written 17 drafts, so it's 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 a great script. I would really love to do it. I think it's a great sort of, um, it's, I think, all the things that, that I think people dug about the first one and yet also has a sort of, Maybe more actually sort of interesting narrative. I mean, I feel like, you know, I, even I will admit the first one kind of uh, sort of feels like a series of sketches held together. I think there's a very good narrative hook for this one that, that might might actually be a little bit better.
3: One of my friends was an extra in Super Truth. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Oh, she's from New York? Uh,
3: a he's guy from right? Colorado. He's a Colorado man.
0: Wait, what scene? Do you know what scene he's in? I
3: have no idea. He posted a Facebook picture of him in his outfit smoking cigarettes in his... Get
0: up with the helmet. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I got to find out who this guy is. Didn't, didn't Jason you, Harden. Jason
3: Harden.
0: Uh, did, didn't you live in Colorado? Yeah, um, I, I, I um, did my high school years and and, uh, and my went there after after college for a little while.
1: Oh, but you were born in Sacramento?
0: So, yeah, my dad was in the Air Force, so I was like born in Sacramento. Then we lived in Alaska, and we lived in...
2: in uh, well, this Arizona. is this is really funny because not only do you and I have something in common because I also spent a lot of time in Colorado, but Sasha was also born in Sacramento.
1: I, you were born in Sacramento. I indeed was.
2: Where? What hospital? I
1: don't. Uh. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. I only know because it's on the military base. <laughs> I so was yeah. there, but I don't remember.
2: <laughs> you don't know what hospital you
1: were born at? No, I always I know what part of town, but I always have to ask my mom.
2: And you never remembered, like, oh, that's where I was born.
1: No, I don't care.
2: Really? <laughs> you don't Although, care. Although,
1: I was looking at my uh, birth certificate recently and I saw the doctor's name and I was like, that's really fascinating. I wonder what this woman's life is like. Is she still a doctor? She's still practicing? So I Googled her name and she's still a doctor. That was pretty fascinating.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Great Everyone story. at home, hashtag hash hash still a doctor. Tell us. What <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I was more interested in the doctor not the hospital. <laughs>
2: still a doctor, I love it. But um, she's only
1: like fifty. She's super young. No, younger. She's only in her forties.
2: How old are you, may I ask?
1: Twenty-six. Wow. Have you guys all done a
3: project together? A
2: um, uh, movie together? Not, as, not all three. of This is the first collaboration between the, the three of us. Right.
0: David and I worked on a script we together. We worked on a script,
2: but, you know, Hollywood. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. yeah. Paul did a great job sorry, writing this. Precious guy? Yes. Thank you. You did a great job working on it, too. We should do something again one day. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah. hopefully still in this century.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I mean, for me, like, you know, like like I was saying, features got really tough, but I, I think we're lucky in that there's a lot of genre stuff on TV, and so I'm selling a ton of uh, genre stuff to um,
2: to cable networks and stuff, you know, thanks so you for the Walking So you're getting to make bed. that transition. That's such a tough transition. Um, uh, I wanted to do it for years, too, and everyone's like, "Good, you didn't start here? Good luck.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I it was, um, I had a really brutal, shitty, like, year and a half to two years where... Um, even, you know, cause I had, what I really wanted to do was write genre stuff for TV, but I was like, fuck, I'll take anything. I, I mean, I, f- I felt like, okay, I've done enough, I've done We've enough, family I've done enough in, in comedy that I thought I could at least get hired on something, but it, it was a real eye opener that, yeah. um, it was impossible to break into and it took two years, um, to finally start chipping away at it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it is, <laughs> uh, I was surprised. Yeah, Um, but it's cool. Thanks to Walking Dead, there's there's a real appetite for
2: like good, cool, scary stuff. I'll do episode six if anything. So you just let me know. It'd be just episode six. Yeah, no, and you know the cheapest episode, the episodes that no one wants to direct. I see. I'm I'll come in. Oh.
1: So since Fox isn't investing in your movie, you can cast whoever you want.
2: Uh, You
0: know, we haven't gotten there yet. Um, I I have a feeling they'll come spray their piss on whatever
2: we decide but i'm also Uh, sure like you know your financiers will still have their opinions
1: yeah you know but it depends if it's traditional financiers yes but
2: that's true if you get someone who's just really cool
1: yeah
0: yeah it's just been a hard it's been a philosophical debate because my side of it you know even guys within the group are like you know we've you know since we made super troopers we've met a lot of Celebrities who dig the movie and and who we think we could get in the sequel and and that's cool. But but my feeling has always been, uh, you know, the people. I, I guess if I was a fan and I saw the sequel and it looked like Cannonball Run with a bunch of fucking celebrities in it, uh. I'd be like, eh, it's not, it's not the movie anymore. Exactly. You know. So my argument has always been, I think people will appreciate more if we make a really Brian Cox feels. character. But that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There, there's. We The script has Coxie coming back. Oh, he's such a great actor. And um, there's a great new role that we would definitely like to get somebody. Really cool. Um good and yeah. we've actually you know who we'd love to get and who's a big super troopers fan is kevin spacey
1: <gasps> oh
2: yeah and the perfect antagonist i
0: met yeah i met him last year and we were like i'm telling you this thing's real it's gonna happen and we would love for you to be in it and he was he was very cool about it i mean that would be uh outrageous who yeah. knows but uh um i would i would love to go after him and then that you know i think you can have like one guy like that but i i think um Otherwise, I, I think it no, should be about you guys. No, then it should, should be about like you guys. First one. Yeah. yeah. When we are supposed to ask you, we were supposed to ask, supposed to ask what you're, what's bothering
2: you this week. What's bothering oh, yeah. you guys this week? What is bothering this week? What's bothering you, Paul? What's this, um, this week, what's, what areas in society are bothering you? It's
0: not a societal, it's more personal. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. It's through your
0: shit. Having a lot of guilt about um, my dog. Why? Um, we have a, we have this great, uh, Molly, we have a great three-year-old like yellow lab mix who, who I love is kind of our baby. And just, there's been this sort of perfect storm of, of poor shit happening to Molly. The first one is that we decided to get another dog last week. My wife wanted it, wants to have another kid. And I finally realized she, what she really wants is just a little thing to, to carry around. So we went out and got... We went out to uh, um, a rescue and found this really, really cute, like, chihuahua-dachshund mix. Looks just like a fox. And brought him home to test him out and see if he got along with, with Molly. And actually, it seemed to be fine. But just, I definitely saw right away that, like, Molly was kind of you know you have to uh, i'm sure i'm sure it's an adjustment for a dog going from being the only child to, to being to, to sharing and then what happened was so we just got this this new dog foxy and uh on sunday night my uh molly got skunked in the face
3: oh
0: and it was just just horrible and um, she stinks like hell we've, we've done all the treatments and oh. we've taken to the groomer and she still stinks so she's kept out of the house. So now imagine, like, so not only she's got another dog, but now she's locked out of the house, essentially, and has to look through the window to see my wife, like, carrying around this little baby chihuahua and kissing it. And normally what I would do is I would, I would try to make up for it by kissing my dog, Molly, because I'm the kind of guy who kisses his dog. But now she had a bacterial reaction to getting skunked in the face, and her, like, lips are swollen up and all funky, and now, like, I can't even kiss her. So my poor dog went from, like, being everybody's baby to being, like, a stinky, weird-looking outcast (laughs) who has to stay out in the yard. And, like, she looks like she's ready to jump off a cliff. She looks like she's ready to put her head in the oven, and I feel awful. I hate it. Yeah, in our backyard, it's skunk mating season. We finally one of my neighbors is happens to just through a stroke of luck be like California's premier canine dermatologist for some reason.
4: What? Yeah, yeah. What?
0: One lucky break from my fucking dog is that the neighbor turns out to be an expert. So he came over and, and got some uh, like special secret uh, de skunkifier and stuff for her lips and.
2: What goes uh, into the extra special?
0: I don't know. It's like a... um,
2: Proprietary. Well, what you're supposed to
0: do is put a a mix of hydrogen peroxide and baking soda and dishwashing soap on the dog. But for some reason, he has like a a specially hydronated version of that. uh, um, That's just a more sort of like industrial strength version. Hashtag life hacks.
2: Yes. Oh, yes. The part of the show. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: where
4: are we all Oh, everybody's favorite part of this podcast is
2: the flip over, isn't
4: it?
1: So what happens now, David?
4: That's it. We just flipped over.
0: (laughs) Do we have to talk about all new things now that we're going to be on our back? Do we, you know, like, uh, it's like the B-side of an album?
3: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) So what kind of essential oils are you using right now? These
3: are delicious, young living essential oils, my favorite. And and I'm using peppermint. and uh, let's
2: see what else did
4: I put on you. I have the lime essential oil. And I
3: know you like eucalyptus. So this I one. do like eucalyptus. I'm gonna have
4: you
3: smell this one. Hopefully, you can smell it, because sometimes you get
4: stuffed up. Oops. Sorry. I know. No, no, no. I love having my feet rubbed. Okay.
3: okay. It's, oh, it's, good. I really do
4: love it. It's just that weird thing about having a thumb <laughs> dug in the center that I don't know what it is. It's like being electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love having my feet I do hands and feet like i you know there's I'm. Um, I have a new office at, at the l a Times building, which is awesome because it's Chinatown, and so there's all sorts of like twenty dollar for an hour massage places there, yeah. and I've uh, yeah, been abusing day. the shit out of it.
2: yeah, twenty dollars is pretty good
3: yeah
2: I used to always think I'm still getting a deal at those forty dollar places. <laughs> Not that I'd ever go there, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I mean, it's like. We have, a, we have an open relationship, I feel, Ariana. Yeah, yeah, okay, you know, yeah. as long as I call you very frequently, you don't really care where I go, right? Right, and
3: you See, know what? I, I go to those places. I have to me too. say that I love me some.
2: Well, geez. I like to be like massaged. four people, like you guys want to go get massaged.
3: <laughs> and it's like,
2: oh, that's new, no, that's different. Let's go uh, get a drunk, uh, drink of tea, Make a drink at TG, play Mega Touch, Photo Hunt. Well, and go next. But... I go next door. I get massages.
3: <laughs> we do that. <laughs> but here's a question. We for do the... that
2: because it's like a hundred bucks for five people.
3: <laughs> Damn, I know they super undercut us. But you know what? I mean, it's a really.
2: It's also not the most like scientific approach to massage.
3: It's usually really it's brutal, hard. You know, and you kind of got to be a little careful sometimes. I, I've definitely walked out of there with like a an off kilter sacrum. So.
4: Yeah, that was my thing. Is it like okay, so for people like me, and I'm sure, like David, when you're a filmmaker, then you go to the movies and your enjoyment of, of movies is different because you find yourself kind of looking at it and thinking about how, oh yeah, yeah I see how what he did there, and da-da-da-da. Do you, when you go get a massage, are you able to fully enjoy it? Or are you like, nah, oh yeah, yeah you're like she's assessing doing everything. there. Are you...
3: <laughs> well, if it's a bad massage, you're definitely assessing everything. If it's a great massage, you just, you're
2: out do you drop hints to let them know you know do you say like make sure to play with my erector muscles they're they're the worst this time of year oh you must be a masseuse okay
3: i can't own this one in that's
2: funny well you
3: know you and if
2: not why not
3: sometimes you just don't because you just want to i don't know you just want to kind of be like the silent shopper you know what i mean that's creepy <laughs> HRs in here,
2: guys, be careful. Do your thing.
3: <laughs> you just want to go in and enjoy. You don't want to talk massage, you know. You just wanna just wanna go in like anybody else would go in. Oh yeah. Right? Four stars for anybody that knocks me out. Right. It's all about the knockout. That's how we judge a good massage. If I start snoring, <laughs> that's an extra tip. Uh, yeah. That's like uh-huh. See, so you guys
4: seem to look for what I look for, which is like just pure like Hedonistic pleasure, like
3: no, versus, yeah.
4: like you don't. But I mean, you're not going to get knocked out, right? If somebody's like standing on your, uh, uh, not in your back,
3: <laughs> right? Sometimes, <laughs> some some good time massage. Oh man, yeah, <laughs>
4: that will knock you out.
3: It can. It I mean, can. it's very meditative. It's super deep. All the stretches, Let's but see. you know, it's there's so many different varieties of massage. I mean. You got your deep tissue. That's what we're pretty much doing here. Some Swedish, but there's you know Marcia over here. She does Mayan abdominal. I do chinet song, which is also abdominal. Um, What's that? There's, it's like uh, it's basically deep uh, energy work in the gut, in the it's detoxification for the liver and the spleen and the pancreas wow. and all that, all the internal organs. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and my womb focuses more on the womb, so it's more for women, but you can also practice on men, right? Yeah, I practice on men. It's also for the digestive organs. Yeah, and kind of Ew. getting everything. <laughs> I need to
4: get my womb adjusted.
3: I, it's kind
1: of,
4: there's a spa in Silver
2: Lake that's a prenatal, a spa, oh, yeah? and you're not allowed to go in there unless you're pregnant. And I always find that to be very insulting. Mm. I'm yeah. a big man. Sorry. Let me come in and feel what that's all like. You
1: know what, though? Uh, I'm a little bit jealous because men always get their chests rubbed,
2: yeah. and no,
1: I I think I've had two masseuses in my entire life rub my breasts. Well, Sandra, what?
3: And what now you know. Right here. And so, like, it's <laughs> actually very good for you. You got all that lymphatic fluid in there.
1: I always
2: wondered about, about that. Well,
1: like guys, guys will always like any guy I've ever talked to about getting massaged. Oh, yeah so good. They rub my chest, blah blah. Like you don't even have boobs. You don't like. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it feels good to get any part of your body massage. But as a woman, it's it feels so good, even when it's not sexual, obviously. Um, and so, doing it to yourself. You that, <laughs> as we all know. <laughs> it's not as good when you do it to yourself.
3: It is good, because a lot of women wear bras, and so there's a lot of cut-off of circulation.
1: And so I'll even, like I'll hint, when I go to get massages, I'm gonna go, I say, can you run my, t-? and I just like wave my
3: hands, can you run my chest? Really? And then oh sure 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 that's great i never get
4: that kind of request for the no. whole for the whole hour <laughs> <laughs> Sasha, on, do, you, do you ever see a male masseuse masseur
3: no i actually feel
1: more i always get female massage therapists okay. and i would i think i'd feel uncomfortable with a guy doing it but i did get a massage one time in san francisco and the massage therapist and they don't
2: have women there, so
1: <laughs> no he, he recognized who I was, and he said, and at the time I was still doing adult films, and he said, "Oh, I have a friend that works for this company, blah blah blah." and he was like chatting the whole time and I don't I'm not a talky person during massages, and I was like, just okay, whatever he is nice enough." And I said, "Oh, can you massage my butt, please?" And he was like, "Oh, we have a closed palm rule we're not allowed to." Um, with our with our full hands, so I can only do it with my knuckles. I th- I think he was I think it was bullshit. I think he just didn't want to.
4: Wait, wait I, uh, what?
3: It's really strange. Well, technically, it's in probably yeah. California laws, you know, it's weird. Oh, but there's laws. There's oh, laws yeah. because there's so much. Um, what is it? Crossover with massage parlors. It's really it's really oh, yeah. terrible.
2: Yeah. It
3: really is, and there's there was even a bust in Alhambra for um, some sex trafficking that happens even here in Los Angeles County. Uh, but there's a lot of laws because they're trying to...
2: So what are some of the laws? <laughs> I, I mean, you well, have, there's the clo- yeah. There's the yeah, closed do you fist. But
3: <laughs> well, you know what? In Oregon, it was a little different. You could not expose the gluteal cleft. What the Whoa. fuck is that? Meaning crack? Oh. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not particularly
2: interested in doing that. <laughs> if you exposed so, like, the...
3: The gluteal cleft, then that was an automatic fail on your chest. So they really grounded into you. It was like, you know, sometimes we get people a lot looser down here in California that are like, um, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't need a sheet. It's it's okay. And you're like, no. I, I, I need a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need you to have a At sheet. At least a towel. Okay, man. You know. But, um, it's, it's funny. I mean, some people... Try to say, you know, they have the European aesthetic and you know exactly what that means, so. Well, before it got switched over to California state law, which was maybe two years ago or so, mm-hmm. or three yeah. years ago, <laughs> it used to be, like, different cities had their own ordinances. Yes. And I know oh, okay. LA, like, it, it was illegal if you weren't wearing underwear under your clothes. Oh, really? Yeah, like, you had to, it was in the stipulations, it's like, um, you were supposed to be wearing underwear. Right? I was, the or you were? I was. Like, oh, <laughs> the, you
2: the
4: were.
3: What? <laughs> you yeah, to
4: that fun. <laughs> that's so <laughs> weird.
2: Uh, Yeah, thanks massage for the massage. Before you go, make can we just sure do a penny check? Right you're not allowed to go commando. It's like that's, that's,
3: bizarre. that's <laughs> bizarre.
2: What if it's a religious belief?
3: I know. Oh. What, kind what of religion, what religion is oh, that? Underwear. I'm
2: joining.
1: <laughs> the I'm
4: starting that religion.
1: No, but it was at it was actually out a Burke Williams too. And, Of course, I had been to Burke Williams, so it felt like a lie. But maybe it was a. Mm.
4: Like the sex ring was the Burke Williams.
3: No, <laughs> you know, no. I think in LA back in the day, also, you weren't allowed to even massage the glutes. Mm. That's crazy. Wow, what's the point of a deep tissue? Like, especially if you're an right. athlete, that's a big muscle. That's yeah. a major muscle. That affects do you have
2: to like everything? go st- like, like, do you have to like talk in like, in like code when you're like booking an appointment? Like, uh, do you guys, uh, you just do glutes? <laughs>
1: That's I do. When I when I first lay down normally,
3: I... You can do my glutes, right? Yeah, yeah. I do. Glute massage is so important. That's and really it's, good. Releases the back. It's just ridiculous, the whole thing. A lot yeah. of low back stuff is attributed to glutes because people sit a lot, so there's a lot of... You know shortened muscles mm-hmm. there so so this
2: the, the sad saps right now are listening to us at work you guys complaining about
1: massages <laughs> what what
2: would you advise them to help them have less problems from the typing and sitting
3: stretches you've got to do some stretches maybe do some yoga in the morning before yeah. you go to work do some get up early Rise and yeah, so, but
2: Most Americans who don't do yoga won't do yoga.
3: I say become an entrepreneur, work for yourself, and don't uh-huh. sit in a chair more than two to three hours a day. Mm, oh. Two to three hours. It, you heard it here first. All right. It's very difficult. <laughs> you have to, you See know, desks. just I at least know. every hour do a quick little stretch. You can kind of put your head to one side and point the opposite pointer finger, you know, um, your other hand, so leaning, and then you can kind of roll your head forward and back and get all the scaling attachments to the ribs. And then you do the other side and point the opposite. Feels really good, and it takes two seconds.
2: What's bothering you, Sasha? Ugh,
1: what's bothering me? <laughs> Nothing at the moment. I can't complain. Yeah, we
2: because...
4: we've pretty great lives compared yeah, to that's you. Yeah, the Paul. thing it feels very selfish. <laughs> well, this <laughs> heat.
2: I'll, I'll tell you what's thing. bothering me. This heat, because it's 108 degrees in LA today. Wow. And I've got a dog who's a lab and ninety pounds oh. and black, and oh. you know you can't go outside, so he's living in a cave for the next three months. He oh. I die. And uh, so that's bothering Paul. Kind of pissed about it. Kind of pissed. Huh. It's the LA winter. I
3: know.
2: It. All right, so I'm gonna ask you. I'm going to ask you a couple of Spitfire questions, Paul. Okay. All right.
4: Seven times three, seven times two, seven times three. <laughs> Are you always going to repeat the question three times?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Is that
4: part of the challenge? Yeah, don't, don't, do, do, do You need answer. to answer? No, no, no,
2: no, no, stall it, quickfire, quickfire. 21. Seven times three, seven times three, 14 times two, 14 times two. 28.
4: What's well, super troops plus uh. It's five highway patrolmen who like uh-huh. to dick around. Uh huh. Have taken some time off. And Brian I'm coming Cox's back. To coming I hope and so. You're, and you're aiming is for pitch. Kevin
2: Spacey. We got a lot out of you. Yeah, that's more than most people. This, this is really going to good. be a Facebook trending topic in like two colleges. Wellness. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening to the first episode of Deep Tissues. Deep tissues. Deep tissues. Thank you, Paul, for coming.
4: No, my pleasure. Yeah. I, you know, have yeah. anytime. Hey. Thank you, ladies, for the wonderful massages. Ariada,
1: Sandra, Marcia. Thank, Thank you. you. Why is your
3: nose
1: doing that
2: again, David? Because <laughs> I just had massaged. I just got massaged. What's his Why's nose your doing? your that? Oh, that's just your face. <laughs> Don't forget to hydrate, everybody. That's
3: right. Extra water. Detox. This yeah. was fun. A family. Super fun. You're so welcome.
4: So when you said wrap me up, like,
3: we're finito. Oh, wrap up, okay. Yeah. I thought you were like to wrap me
4: up in seaweed. <laughs> 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 I wish
3: I could. I Yeah. I could wrap, so, yes. Yeah, I, I do have and a of more okay. and more you so work much. to do. <gasps> yeah, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Lying. <laughs> I think he's gonna stand up and be naked, so.
4: Do I take my clothes off or are we th- Oh right now. Po- okay. You get <laughs> un- you get undressed now and you uh, I didn't know if we, we wanted want us undressing all oh. day
3: as we were, you know. Uh. <laughs> this is so awkward. <laughs>